0: Had a moment there. Oh. Only one? Oh, here comes the second one. <laughs> ding
1: ding. And it's erect.
0: I think they just <laughs> filled the cup. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Elfman, you goddamn genius. Yeah.
2: The creator of the Simpsons theme. <laughs> as well.
0: It's got nothing on this though. No. Absolutely uh. not.
2: Here we go, and rise, Keaton, rise. Oh, mate, it's not the only thing rising right now. I can tell (laughs)
0: you
2: that much. Yeah! That's what I needed on the car ride home (laughs) or back to here. That was what I was missing. No,
0: I can't have this on in the car because
1: then I will drive like that. Oh, yeah, me too. And...
2: It's not good. Yeah,
1: there are certain soundtracks legally I am not allowed to listen to anymore. (laughs) It's like when I drive for the kids, they're like,
2: Daddy, let's put Batman on and drive fast again. I go, "Uh, don't tell your mum. Come on.
1: (laughs) We're on the highway too. There's too much going on that can go wrong. We are get into geek talk and movies, TV, comics. Sometimes they blend together just like tonight. Eureka. Justice League, it has finally dawned on us... And uh I know oh, see I felt like I was Don't throwing the puns out there yeah, that was good Word that, that. that was pretty good yeah. I like that yeah see no, cause it-
2: don't. It's because it's the dawn of justice. I, get, oh, like, it? I get, get it. it. That's it's what I'm saying. Hang, 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 hang,
1: <laughs> hang on, Do we need to explain this to you before we go back? <laughs> no. On there? Well, when we go on live, we'll, we'll pr- pretend like you know, okay? <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, okay.
0: I, I know, though, but it's just you bringing up something that's really, really terrible. Okay. I'm just, you're just, just, you're just, just reminding people. Just roll. Just roll. <laughs> just rolling people of how just roll with it. Dawn of justice just, just roll with it.
1: Okay, we'll be back. And we're back live on Get Into Geek. It's finally okay. dawned on us, this movie. Oh,
0: great one, Mitch. Oh, I
1: thought you'd like that. I
0: thought you really would. That was good.
1: That's genius. Get it? That's Maddie. (laughs) Brendan's here. Hi. And my name is Mitch. We are the Get in the Movies crew here to talk in some non-spoiler sort of way. Hang on a second. Uh.
0: Uh
1: Now, surely, if you are listening to this podcast, it's, you know, you're in the community where you know why we're playing that. And yeah, mm. if not, we'll talk about it a little bit later. But we are here to talk about Justice League non spoilers. So you can listen to this before you go see the film, after you go see the film, whatever. Spoiler free. And uh, we will be doing another separate podcast. All spoilers. We're we'll going to all the details, but that will uh, come after this one. Right now, let's get into Justice League. Who mm. wants to go first? Anyone want to kick this one off? Well,.
2: I- yeah, I walked out of the cinema not really knowing how I feel about this movie and being so disappointed by Batman v Superman, which we we all were. Ooh, even Disappointed is putting it lightly. Yeah, despite a lot of people liking it, but I can only assume they were laymen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's better than Batman v Superman, I can say that for sure. There was a lot of things in this movie that... Surprised me maybe because I was just going in with such low expectations. Maybe do that, maybe yeah, yeah. go in with really low expectations. I think in
0: these days, you have to to protect yourself against, yeah, what the DCEU has exposed us to in the past. Sans Wonder Woman, yeah, you kind of just protect your heart a little bit. Against, I think you know, these characters yeah. that well, the original characters that you love, not so much these live action characters, yeah, you may not love sure. yet.
2: I think, um. Just having Zack Snyder's name on this one again, I was just what yeah, I wasn't expecting much, but then when we throw to Maddie's favorite Joss Whedon, Joss's um, boss, you know, it gave it some hope for me.
0: Didn't get a um co-directing credit on that. No, no,
1: legally he's not allowed to, uh, really? because of how much technically he reshot and rewrote that's why he got a co-writing credit it was like a bit of a Uh,
0: I suppose that's better than like a second AD credit or something like that which I guess in a a lot of ways he would have been like yeah like a second unit director or something like that and
1: depending on which report you read over the last sort of six to eight months it differs about how much of this movie he added to, he rewrote, he added scenes as a director, or he re- you know, redirected them in reshoots, which happened on every film, of course. But um, I don't think you actually can get, unless you, you direct as a team, like, say, the Russo brothers with Captain mm-hmm. America and things like that, you cannot have like a co-director um, sort of credits, at least like this, where someone is replaced or you know takes over uh, legally, according to the Directors Guild, Uh, it couldn't happen. That's why he gets a co-writing credit for the film, Joss Whedon. So all of our old podcasts for the, uh, except for Man of Steel, we weren't a show when Man of Steel was around uh, that long ago. I think our first one was uh, almost two years ago with Star Wars The Force Awakens. So Batman V, Superman Dawn of Justice, uh, Suicide Squad and Wonder Woman. All of our reviews for those films are up on the channels if you uh, haven't heard them yet. If you are new to the show, you can go back and check out our thoughts on those films. Now, I'm... I know it's not a popular in this room per se. I do like Man of Steel. I liked elements of Batman v Superman more than you guys. There was, there was great mm. scenes in there and there were I great think, things about it. But I think Batman there v Superman was... was the closest you and I have
0: ever got to an argument in. A... in, <laughs> it in was their definitely their entire friendship. And see,
1: I don't it's... even know why, in a way. It was our longest podcast. So if you are into long mm. podcasts, you can go check that one out. Um, but I think it was that I, I liked... I, I think coming out of it, I really wanted, as we all did, we wanted it to be... Good Mm. so badly uh, that I I sort of just focused on what I liked about the movie uh, more than what I uh, didn't like. And then I went back and and I did see it again at the cinemas and liked what I liked even more and hated what I hated even more. Suicide (laughs) Squad, as a first-time watch, I saw it separately to you guys. As a first-time watch, I enjoyed myself more than Batman v Superman the first time around. But within like an hour, I thought, I don't ever need to watch that movie again, even though mm. I've had a better experience. And I have never went back uh, to it. I'm interested to see what the extended versions of both films are like, why they cut, blah, 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 Wonder Woman we all loved, and we all sat in this room and said the same thing. So mm. I actually honestly, physical, like butterflies in my stomach. I I, I had movement really? in my stomach. Yeah. Even today I was thinking about this, but yeah. I honestly attribute a lot of that to you, Maddie, because I was scared of walking this room with you <laughs> if you hated this, and I just thought, please, I just want it to be okay. and um, I don't want to be alone again.
0: <laughs> I'd I'd actually resign myself to I I was thinking about it on the drive in and I was going you know what, if this if this movie sucks I'm not even gonna tear it apart because I just don't
1: care anymore yeah, yeah. and you've said It'd that be for like a long bl- time being
2: yeah. a uh, blue supporter It's just what's the point <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I I came into this excited and nervous and. I think that was because I I follow uh, an an American uh, film critic, filmmaker, and he got to see this a couple of days ago, and he's a a massive geek, massive nerd as well, and he described it as a really great, really uneven, wet clay event, Uh, and I thought, okay, well that makes total sense. It's great for the things that you really want to see in a Justice League movie, Mm. it's a bit of a mess with the other things that have maybe been rushed and same with the wet clay. It's like, it's still being mashed together, two visions Mm. of this film and really, I mean Joss Whedon's been on this film officially, we found out I think in March so it's not like it's a fresh thing but still he came on board very late into the production like a year after they finished shooting. Yeah he should so, have just
2: come on board immediately after Avengers. See,
1: well see there was there was a lot of talk because this film as well it's it started shooting within a couple of weeks of Batman v Superman coming out in the cinemas and so they shot the film and then all the Zack Snyder hat stuff, you know his family stuff happened uh, at the beginning of the year they bring on Joss to finish the Film, and he'd already been around rewriting some scenes Or, or writing fresh scenes for it And mm. they'd obviously come up with the whole Him directing a Batgirl film Before they officially announced it as well So he's been around But mm. a legitimate thought was that they were going to Replace Zack Snyder before it even started Because of the critical reception to Batman v Superman Within like three weeks They were just going to completely remove Zack Snyder So you can see the Snyderisms that have been left You can see the Joss Whedon stuff uh, In this film definitely but I found that it wasn't as clear cut of a difference. It wasn't that wet clay thing that I was expecting, and I don't know whether that was because I was so nervous about this film, so I went in with lowered expectations or anything. But even from the get go, and does it start with the Batman scene? I know we're talking non-spoilers, but does it start with Batman? I want to yeah, say it that it starts a-
2: with Batman. Does an intro to Batman? Yeah, and then an intro to. Wonder Woman, I want to say.
1: Yeah, so it's starting with Batman. Like it was a very cool Batman scene. Uh, you know him fighting a bad guy.
2: Oh yes, 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 right. right. And
1: so I won't go into any more detail other than that. But and it used that Danny Elfman score. Mm. That uh, you know Danny Elfman has been brought up again. That was another Joss Whedon change. Even though and got rid of the old composer and brought back Danny Elfman. It
2: might be it might be a spoiler, but it's very subtle. So if you don't know about it, you might not notice that the Danny Elfman Mm. score is in it. Mm. Which I mean, Maddie, you didn't know either that the the John Williams Superman tracks also in this.
0: I didn't spot that. I sp- yeah. but then again, I'm not. I'm not as big a Superman fan as I'm a Batman fan. So I recognised that Danny Elfman theme straight away because yeah. I love that so much. So Whereas iconic. Yeah. I didn't actually recognise the um yeah uh, the Superman one during it. They were
2: pretty subtle. Mm. So you yeah you needed to keep an ear out for it. And I was glad that I knew they were coming because that. That added to it for me. Yeah. See,
0: I didn't know they were coming at all. Wow!
2: Yeah.
1: yeah,
0: it was just a nice surprise to hear that that familiar tone, and I was just yeah. like, yeah. And it wasn't it wasn't like a needle drop. It was just a nice little. It was mixed in to the existing yeah. score,
2: and they kind of did that every time. One of the characters would have a hero shot. They'd kind of blend in their theme into the mm. score. Yeah, yeah. Which was, which I wonder was if neat. it was
0: done because of the su- the such positive feedback to the Wonder Woman thing, Yeah, to that, to that cello. Oh, I Could only that's, hope so. Um, maybe that's why. Okay, God, well, I love that. And I, I've always been to get off on a bit of a tangent. I've always been very critical of the of the Nolan Batman films and all that sort of stuff because, yeah. like, one of the reasons being is if they if they had tried to put some of that score into this film would either of you recognized it God no no exactly No, I
2: would exactly. absolutely that was my look at- my biggest my biggest critique of those films was the mm. constant score
0: well and and to me there's nothing memorable about all about all three of those films yeah. where here we are you it's know just what thirty years later and that that theme song is still ubiquitous with Batman I mean it's it's applied to. Ah, uh, the, the cartoons, series, yeah. the the Lego Batman movie looks like Michael Keaton's Batman. Yeah, yeah it, it, to me that is that is Batman. So I think it's a really great touch. That they brought in those iconic sort of um, themes, mm. yeah. To
1: then Warner Brothers bring them just... up
0: to the same level as as Wonder Woman. Yeah. I reckon we talk about
1: more just make of this it canon. Yeah, I want to. I do want yeah. to. Well, on that, I want to expand on that. But I reckon we we save that for the spoilers chat, just so we can okay get to this. And so yeah, to to wrap up what I was saying, I think starting it off with that Batman wave even if Joss Whedon didn't write or direct. The way this movie started, that Batman scene, just the fact that he had a hand in editing it and the, the final product of it, it mm. got me into the movie right away. And so I was, I was already enjoying that scene. I enjoyed the following Wonder Woman scene, and just the way that this flowed, it was a minute less than two hours. I think was the official runtime. So it was, Man, it was it lo- quicker than yeah, that. it was, it was a lot, yeah. it was a lot faster than um, <laughs> than their other. Films. I think even Wonder Woman was a bit over two hours. I so think it moved. Even and-
2: Suicide Squad, I'm like, was there an extra act in there because it seemed to drag on, even though the mm. it, Felt felt like the climax had ended, and then there was another mm. whole act. Yeah.
0: If but, you told me that was a ninety-minute movie, I would have believed you. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Me like too. Like that. Yeah. Wasn't wow. That, wasn't that bad.
1: So flight mm. on. So yeah, I. I. It. It wasn't as awful of a mix of you know visions. It wasn't as much of a mess as I was expecting. Well, that's
0: that's considerate. Mm. That,
1: I mean, such a. Drama filled sort of production for this yeah, film. Yeah, and I mean,
0: you know, not to you know big up Joss because when have I ever done that? No. Um, I guess his history as a script doctor would have helped in that in yeah. the way that he's used to just stepping into films from a emotionless sort of point of view. Yeah, with a red pen. Yeah, and just <laughs> and he's done it to his own films as well. Like when uh, when you watch the the commentaries and special features for Serenity, which is his his Baby. love his love letter. It's, yeah. He will never love anything like he he did that film. The way he was able to just... He and his editor were able to just cut parts out of that film that broke his heart to cut. Yeah. But he knew that it, was, it, it produced a better film overall. So yeah. he's was willing to, to make those sort of sacrifices. So I think, yeah, he was probably the best man in Hollywood to come in and do what he does best.
1: And because he loves these characters, like obviously a long history with Wonder Woman. I remember reading an interview with him when he was very heavy in the Marvel world. And they said, if you could pull one DC character into the Marvel world so that you could play with that character, who would it be? And he said, Batman. And he said to him, Batman is a Marvel character. And he would love to work with Batman, so it's cool that he's been mm. able to That's do a that. weird thing to say. Yeah, I feel I feel like it's because it makes no sense.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then you of course you got the 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 new entrance. You know, you had Flash, you had Cyborg, you had Aquaman, and even though I'm into these characters, just being aware of them more than I think you know your average film goer out there, I still don't know a lot about them. I, don't, I know all about Cyborg. Mm. I know very little about Aquaman. And The Flash, obviously, I only know as much as I know because of reading a couple of comics. you got the yeah. TV show. Well, there's so many different while. variations Absolutely. of The Flash as well. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, while you know, they've been branding this film. They said, oh, these, all the most popular DC characters are coming together. And I'm like, yeah, but no one well. knows it. But, same, but the same as the Avengers. Like if they would have come out in 2008 and said, Iron Man's coming out and then we're going to make the Avengers with Captain America and, and Thor and Iron Man. Mainstream audience go, who the are they yeah. Yeah. The mainstream audiences so, did well they did absolutely yeah. but yeah. like it was, it was such a, a slow thing to, to build up to that and for me this actually very much felt like the Avengers in the way that it just picked up and even yeah. though we didn't like a lot of what Batman v Superman was and it touched on a lot of story elements that we didn't like about that film it carried on from them in I think a really nice way like even it, it goes hey remember this storyline that you didn't like well We can't deny... It's a bit like the way that Star Wars has taken to the prequels now. They're not denying the prequels ever happened. It's like, Mm. look, we get that you didn't like it. We can't pretend like it didn't happen because it's official canon. We're going to reference them in little itty bits and just get over it. We're going to build on it in ways... you know, Like Last Jedi, they say that's going to reference the prequels a lot. You know that doesn't mean they're going to bring up the chlorines because yeah, right. <laughs> but that sort of thing—it's like we can Bad talk about Asian accents. <laughs> <laughs> so it, for me, it, it felt like that. It picked up. It, you know, hit the ground running. It brought the team together, and you know, threat, solve threat, boom, go on. You know, first act, second act. You know, setback, setback, and you know, climax sort of thing. So, I I liked it a lot more than what I thought I was going to, and I was really hoping that I would. But I was worried at the same time that the yeah. reality was I was going to come into this room and go, "Okay, I've got to be you know honest about it." And they I were, like this scene, like this scene, but damn it,
2: for me there was a lot of eye rolling moments early on, and then yeah, it picked up for me kind of towards the, well, to middle to the end, I think, and I'm reasonably happy with it. Like I can't I can't say that it's the worst DCU movie ever because it's not. That goes to BVS or Suicide Squad probably as a tie. <laughs> I could not possibly watch the extended versions because I'll say this: I've seen, apart from I think Doctor Strange, I've seen every Marvel movie at least twice. Mm. I can't say that for for this iteration mm. of, of the DCU. Mm. I haven't actually watched. I try. No, I've watched Man of Steel twice.
0: Mm. I've seen Man of Steel a couple of times just because yeah. uh, Mitch likes it. A uh, mutual friend of ours, Dan, likes it as well, and I. I try to, like, Stockholm Syndrome myself into it. <laughs> and try and, you know, but I just can't. I just can't. Yeah, And I never even bothered with, with Batman v Superman or, uh, or Suicide Squad. I just don't yeah. you
1: know. There's no, no, no I no I own Man of Steel. I've rewatched it, you know, uh, a couple of times. Uh, and I do really like it. And as far as school goes, like, I really like that sort of, anthemic god-like sort of score when he learns to fly and stuff. I think that's a really nice piece. The BVS, I saw twice at the cinemas. I, I do own it, and it's the extended cut, because they never released the yeah, theatrical... You owning anything on home theatre release nothing. I know. Means nothing. See, when you think of it last <laughs> year, I know. You've got BVS, but I've also got Civil War, which you felt very differently about those two films. I've not rewatched either of them on, on home release, but uh, they never released the theatrical cut on home release. You can get it on Netflix, but if you bought BVS, it was the extended cut. And from what I've heard by pretty much anyone that's watched it uh that i you know follow like filmmakers or, or film critics and all that is that they've inserted half an hour extra worth of stuff which makes it, sense to mm. things but it's that's act- what that yeah, movie needed yeah yeah more no but yeah. the thing is it actually they as far as and these are people that hated the like hated the theatrical cut they actually really like yeah. two out of the, three the extended cut <laughs> is that they say they, they've they put more in and it actually feels like a shorter film nah. because it, 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 it makes it feel Last like it short, No, 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 it absolutely is. <coughs> but I, I really wanted to watch it coming into tonight. Suicide Squad also has an extended, it's not anywhere near as extended and those same people have said, yeah, it doesn't add anything. It's just yeah. sort of more of the Give same. Give me a Roseanne so. box set any <laughs> day. <laughs>
2: but yeah, it's a pass. Yeah. A little bit better than I thought it was going to be, so I'm not...
1: Not horribly disappointed. <laughs> 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 all right, are you, you, you done, mate? Do you want to just get into spoilers? We can get all juicy about this.
0: Um, it wasn't a dumpster fire.
1: It was, yeah. you know, I obviously went in... Like
2: Mitch alluded to, well, he's emceeing the beginning of the film.
1: <laughs> that was actually great. Well, I thought that's a way to get to get the audience, you know, sort of being honest with them. I said, look, oh, who's everyone, excited? Who's everyone bit-
2: behind us agreed with you. Yeah, right. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Every- like, who's this, ex- this guy knows his shit.
1: <laughs> like- <laughs> so I want to get out there and say, hey, look, who's excited? Everyone roared. I said, who's nervous? Everyone, yeah, we're of, you kind know? I kind of got a
2: little semi when he said Atlantis... Oh, just being a Stargate <laughs> yeah. fan, I was like, "Oh yeah. I was like, oh,
0: the poor fella just can't escape Atlantis." <laughs> yeah. <so whatever> <laughs> yeah,
1: that was good. Oops, spoiler alert. My bad. <laughs> no, he's Apple, man. That's right. It's bound yeah. to pop up. All right, let's get into spoilers. Uh, in the meantime, you can check us out on the socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, get into Geek. You can drop us a line, getinageek, at gmail.com. All of our old podcasts, including the DCEU movies that we have ranted on and the one that we have unanimously loved, uh, find them on our SoundCloud and iTunes channels. Myself, at Mitch underscore Lewis on Twitter and Instagram, Maddie At High Pitch on Instagram.
2: And Brendan. I'm at Dance with the Devil in the Pale (laughs) Moonlight. God, did you think there is that out there? Oh, God, I hope so. At the Brendan Gibson for me. Okay, we've got to go we've got to go (laughs) check something. (laughs) We're
1: gonna go check something. You check back for spoilers and yada yada yada. We'll talk to you soon. Cheers. (laughs)
2: Come.